Yo, it's Stu here. Uh, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at 312 Pizza. Uh, it's a Chicago-style pizza restaurant right in Germantown in downtown Nashville. Uh, we want you guys to give them some love, show them some love, order takeout, go in. They are at 50% capacity right now, just like every other restaurant in Nashville. But support small businesses, support 312 they're our good friends. They do. A, they got a great thing going on there. Everything's organic. Everything's homemade. It's some of the best food you're going to find in Nashville. Some of the most authentic Chicago-style dishes for our Chicago fans out there. So check them out, 312 Pizza. Enjoy the podcast. What is going on? It's the Village Idiot Podcast back again from what feels like forever. Got Jeff back. What's up, Jeff? What's going on, Stu? Extended layoff. Yeah. You know, gave us time to collectively regenerate some brain cells, probably, and bring you bring in a new and improved uh, episode to the <laughs> the loyal fandom yeah. slash listeners, the the idiots. <laughs> the loyal 20. The villagers, whatever we'll we call, call them. them. The, we'll call them the loyal 20. <laughs> we'll call, no, but um, no, it gave us time for that. I think people, uh, for some ridiculous reason, this is probably like 15th on list of things I have to do, you know, like that I have to get done in a week, you know, same for you where you're you got a job, you're a dad, you're a husband, all this stuff, so... Sometimes it has to fall by the wayside for the betterment of the greater good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had fallen a little ill last week. I think yeah. the week before we didn't even do one. I feel like then I just had, it just wasn't jiving with what mm-hmm. was going on. I mean, it's just, you know, time change today through curveball. We go, we go down a little, well, that was get, rough. Up, get, get up an hour yeah. later, put, put them down a little, an hour later. I actually had the first floater straight out of Caddyshack at bath time, you know, when I'm, I'm only home for, I'm only home for, uh, for bath time twice a week. So I at least get one, one a week to keep my skills sharp. But, uh, I was, I was a little rusty and just went straight diaper and put them in and realized (laughs) that, yeah, we were dealing with, so we took a, we did the bathing with the the water bill is already obnoxious. We think they're, Natalie picked a, a bone with the wrong person at the city of Gallatin water department. And we were requesting a, uh, basically a field test to make sure that we our, our neighbors all have like a 30 or $40 a month, less water bill. And I'm like, I know our kid is very clean and bathes seven days a week, which a lot of babies don't. But I said, I'm literally gone for the majority of the week. There's no way we can have a 20 to $30 a month more water bill than other people that have more people living in their house. So today did not help because once I realized we had a floater, we just drained the tub, the, the little mini tub within the tub and we just left the water running and and finished <laughs> the bathing funnel. <laughs> we just did it. We just did it as a vestibule to keep him contained within <laughs> And we just let the water run. So it's the best way to do it. Um, 
you, were were people out and about celebrating St. Patrick's Day this weekend, or is that next weekend when people celebrate it hard? That's that will be. See, this is the actual. I could write a book about this. You know, <laughs> running a an Irish pub for seven years or whatever. So when it falls on a Wednesday, it is dealer's choice, and it really. Some people think it extends the the festivities. But I think it actually hampers them, just like a Halloween. Um, anything that. that's a anything that involves a lot of amateurs, usually mm-hmm. like, you know, just the 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 general. I mean, St. Patrick's Day is all encompassing. I shouldn't say that. Most people, you're not gonna maybe dress up as much, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna partake a little bit if you've got a little. It's it's very similar to the old one drop uh, rule with with. Uh, you know the native american uh ancestry in this country that we can that talk about that because i'm a quarter yeah. native american so. right i know <laughs> but but i feel like if you have one drop of irish blood then you feel like you are 100 percent irish the week of saint patrick's day and you basically <laughs> you call this your like you just walk around with your head held high and you just the scally on yeah and you feel and you have you feel above the rest of the common folk you know this is the one time the irish had the upper hand right this is the one time this is the one time that the irish the the irish people are celebrated and revered to the utmost regard is the week of saint patrick's the only time where their lifestyle is is celebrated as a way of living not addiction yeah keep it down still running daddy duty again tonight and hopefully you might my son will be quiet. Doesn't look like we're gonna have much luck, but <laughs> no, yeah, it's a, it's the only time where it's not celebrated with the AA meeting. That's so, right. <laughs> um, no, but that puts us in March, and for the first time in, well, I guess, two years, we get to celebrate what is the greatest sporting event known to man. It's not the Super Bowl, which a lot of people say it is. March Madness is back thank god we did this a little later in the evening to try to catch some uh, selection sunday and and give the people something to talk about maybe maybe give some point of views but march madness is back jeff so oftentimes thursday and friday first week of march madness are my two favorite days of the year if you strip away all the responsibility and everything give me your perfect first Thursday and Friday of March Madness. It's well, it's all yours. You don't have to. There's no nothing else on the table. <laughs> I think that I've actually alluded to this a little bit on um, in past podcasts. You basically you get up like it's the first day of uh, school when you were a, a kindergartner or first grader when you still wanted to go to school the first day of school like you maybe you you put your outfit out the, the night before like you're you're ready to go you wake up without the alarm you've got a, a spring in your step you pop right out of bed you you send a quick reminder to everybody that, that we're meeting at the whatever <laughs> buffalo wild wings or you know basically any wing joint hooters. that has high, that has high top tables hooters is one but it used to be very you know the prerequisite was you had to buy that that package like the sunday ticket so it wasn't it wasn't an always i think that's actually how they got our business 
on those holidays. So we used to just automatically go there, but you, you basically, you finish up, you, I used to finish up my brackets, get those sent out, whatever. Now it's all digital, blah, 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 whatever. You get it all ready to go, all your stuff, everything, all your guides and stuff that you need, all your paperwork to make sure your, your bets are, you're able to keep track of them. And you, you ship out for about a 14 hour day of mild, very responsible drinking. And basically, you eat three meals at, trash. of trashy food at bars <laughs> and not even restaurants, you know, off a bar. A lot of you times know, just the appetizer variety. Just wings and wings <laughs> and fried food, mushroom caps and stuff, onion rings, just garbage. Nachos. <laughs> Nachos is definite. Yeah. It's just it's everything that's shareable on, on the Potato menu. Potatoes, skins. And you and you kind of you're kind of a dick because you kind of go you kind of go, yeah, I need these seven tables for my <laughs> my my group and then they just trickle in on their lunch breaks the ones that that you know everybody shows up but they might only have like oh, yeah whatever and at the end of the at the end of the shift the shift changes is once it goes like you down to the west days. coast yeah and you and you pick up the tab and you're like i don't think we got all the money for that one but like, well, whatever you know we had a good time but yeah there's you go so then you you go take a break whatever but basically it yeah, you're on to the next locale because you got a shift change. You know, it's perfect timing for the shift change for the bar restaurant, and then you set up shop wherever you're going for the for the night games. And basically, nobody really has the luxury anymore to do that for two days straight. But in my youth, oh, yeah. when you know it was like you're calling out of a crap job for 12, 10, 12 you know bucks an hour, yeah. You're gonna go, you're gonna go live it, live it up because mm-hmm. you're you're back from college on spring break or whatever. I never went out anywhere for spring break, but I did pull two straight days between <laughs> you know 14, 15, 16 hours. And it's great when you get to those. I mean, and you basically here's the beauty of it. Once you start hitting the wall, Sue, then all the people show up to all the give you that second life they give you the second yeah. win because the place it's a thursday it's yeah. a thursday and march madness is going on so everybody's out so so the people that were out all day they blend right into it and they yeah. get recharged you don't you even get have that, to, uh, you get that after work crowd the guy oh yeah is an asshole done and that runs sports. you that yeah. runs you all he the way to 11 o'clock but and he had a water he mm-hmm. decided to come back after he got away from his boss yeah yeah no that that you're totally right about that. It is absolutely just uh, every, like even even all the way to school, like back in grade school and stuff, where you're trying to convince your teachers, let's not do any work today, let's just watch basketball. Like I, I legitimately remember that being a thing. Um, it it's such a shame we missed it last year, and I remember when that shoe dropped when March Madness canceled. Like that was. That's when it was like, all right, this is real. (laughs) Well, it was basically a year ago, but remember it was the SEC tournament, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, It was the the NBA. It was uh, Rudy Gobert, right? Mm -hmm. Rudy Gobert, but it was like March Madness. The SEC tournament and Rudy Gobert is what I remember. And they're like, yeah, we're canceling the SEC tournament, whatever. Like a mid-session or something, like in between sessions, like they played a couple games and they're like, that's it. We're doing it. And then it's it was over. 
it was all over. It was all just one big domino. But yeah, it's it's great. I remember one time calling out, you know, faking a cough. I was old enough to stay home like 11, which was perfect. I knew what I was doing. And my buddy did the same. And he had the big TV. His his uh, dad was like a vice president for Motorola. So he had like the one of the first big screens, you know. So I rode my bike. Oh, man, it was like 14 miles. It was all the way across our town. Like we lived on the outs. I lived on one outskirt and he lived in the outskirt. But I, man, I pumped going up some mount, some big old hills. And I made it there and we watched basketball for like four hours straight. And it was great. <laughs> and then I had to get back Ferris Bueller style. And like, just like Ferris Bueller style, like you have to sneak in right before, you know, Ed Rooney was chasing him. You know, like I had, I didn't have the truancy department, but I had to get home and fake like the clammy hand, you know, fake the cough and the clammy hands and whatever by the time I I got home. And basically they figured it out by like the second year I did it. And they're like, it's fine, we'll call you out. You just, you know. No, it's tough, man. I, I can remember skipping school. I can remember skipping work. I can remember all those things. And, it, and every time it was worth it. But um, so the field's out. Any surprises you got, Jeff? Any Anything? I mean, I think the top seeds kind of look like what I thought it was going to look like. But what what are you thinking? Give me kind of your synopsis about the whole thing. Yeah, the top the the top line uh, was was fairly secure. Alabama, Michigan. I didn't think Alabama was going to get there because the SEC because the Big Ten had been so highly touted all year long. Mm-hmm. I knew they were going to get two basically. And you had to give uh, Baylor that, you know, that respect because they had, they had done it. They came back from a big COVID layoff. They, they won that conference championship. They hadn't won it since like the forties or something. I don't oh, even know. Oh, and they were just eye test to hands right. down one of the better teams. In the well, and they bit, they beat some teams. They beat Illinois. They beat some teams, but you figured the big time was going to get two. However, just some glaring, some things that stood out to me. Georgia Tech, <laughs> ACC conference champion, a nine seed. Uh, Illinois, probably the worst murderous, you know, what do they use? To have? They have that word for the, uh, they don't have a word for the, the worst, uh, the worst bracket, the worst. Uh, Murderer's row. Well, yeah, but they have it for, they have it for other, other things but just the worst possible draw you can get. And I think that I counted 10 out of the 16 teams had won the conference or regular season championship for the, out of their little quad, out of their, you know, 16 team uh, regional. Uh, some other things, you know, I really did not, I know that they have to, basically precede the big 10 tournament championship. I know that they have so many teams that made it from the big 10. I didn't even catch the the final tally, but at some point they're going to have to rethink this. You can't play somebody until it's, I think it's the, the regional semifinal, which is the sweet 16, 
You can't play somebody from your own conference the first two rounds. But it really screws with their ability to seed the tournament, in my opinion. Yeah. So they so the Big Ten was the dominant conference this year. So I think that they basically the team that ended up getting screwed was Illinois. And Illinois is probably the second hottest team besides Gonzaga, just because they haven't lost. And I think if there's I said in the beginning, if there was a year that the Zags are going to win it. It's going to be this year. You know a mid-major is going to win it eventually because there was teams like Loyola Chicago in the Final Four, and there's teams like VCU in the Final Four, and there's teams – and, you know, when they took away the – when they did the one-and-dones and when they did the, you know – there's a there was a leveling of the, of the playing field between the Power Five and the rest, and I feel like it's going to happen eventually. The Zags almost did it against North Carolina a few years ago. I think this is still their year, but look, that's a big ghost to to uh, go up against the Indiana seventy two Indiana team. That's 44, 44 years or what? Forty eight years? Forty eight years ago? It's a long time. I'm forty two, and I feel <laughs> I feel like I've been around for yeah some things. I've seen some things, but I've never seen a team even in a COVID shortened schedule. I still think this is going to be. You know, it, 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 don't you think that it snuck up on Kentucky? You're a little bit of a Kentucky basketball guy. That Wisconsin team, you know, know was, deep, was good, but sure. it snuck up on yeah. them. That's a lot of pressure. They, they were Once it gets team. in, they had no business team. being on that court. I, I said that. I've said that even uh, pertaining to college football. I, I, I'm, I'm not for undefeated teams. It just never seems to work out because I don't know if you ever know if you're in trouble. Like, like, that's my thing. Like, I don't know if you, if you've ever played through every scenario. Right. And, um, but, but to what you're saying, if there's gonna, like, if there's going to be a year Gonzaga gets it done, I think it's this year. They finally added kind of that one and done top 10 recruit kind of guy, which they've never really done before. And, and wouldn't it just make all the sense in the world for the, next undefeated team to be some just really no name, name team for the longest time uh kind of the the team that made mid-majors relevant as relevant as they are today um i, I think that's got to be gonzaga so i you know it would make sense kind of poetic justice if they did pull it off um but i still don't know if they pull it off baylor's super good um, Illinois, I think, matches up very well with Gonzaga. I think they match up better with Gonzaga than about any other team. The problem is I don't think they match up with other teams sometimes. I think Gonzaga is like their perfect storm. But I, I don't know. Gonzaga's not winning it run away, I'll tell you that. Um, it's a wild year not to see some of the blue bloods in there, though. And how about Michigan State and UCLA blue blood play-in game? You got to love that. Right. I don't yeah, know that, if Michigan State's really blue blood, but they're there's close. No, they're, okay. I'll <laughs> tell you what I think kind of cements their blue blood. Uh now they don't have the championship pedigree for the blue bloods. What do they got? Two, right? They got Magic, Irving and, and Mo Pete and the Flintstones. <laughs> Mo Pete. Yeah, man. My team cleaves. No, I call That's it what, Mo Pete's team. 
And no, I that was my team Cleves team. That was my team Cleves. The team Cleves is one of the best collegiate players of any sport that ever played. Team Cleves was a winner. He's a Danny Warfel of college basketball. He's better. He was a better player than Danny Warfel in college. He was a better player. He was a man among boys. He looked like he was about 40. He looked like he was about 40. But yeah, the uh, the the shirts, that's what it was. I was getting to. Remember Nike started bringing them out? Remember East Bay catalogs? So I was a big East Bay oh, catalog yeah. guy. So remember they would have, they started having the- uh, So many days of school. Right. So they'd have like the, the legacy ones, you know, that like had how many championships you had mm-hmm. or whatever. And they started doing them with like, before everybody like splintered off and started going to Adidas and whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was uh, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. They're all Nike. Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. And then I think it was Indiana. And they added like Michigan State after that, like because Izzo had that run and all the stuff that was going on with the Flintstones and all that stuff. But I think that those t-shirts where they were like basically it would in the back it said like what years you wanted or how you see them on a lot of times in a letterman jacket form for college yeah. football <laughs> yeah um no I, but that I, was kind of what that's what kind of made me think of michigan state as a blue blood and they just 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 dominate four final four appearances but they yeah. never get past the semifinal. no they don't even make it to the finals they're definitely synonymous with march but like I mean, they're kind of like what, like the Atlanta Braves, you know? <laughs> like, yes, they're oh, very oh much like God. the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> like, that is actually that, probably the best example yeah, I could ever give anyone. Just came to me, but that's kind of like just dominating, and then just can't can't get to it. <laughs> but but not necessarily but have winning, done it. <laughs> but but not necessarily winning 105 games. They would basically just roll out on an eight seed or a six seed yeah. a lot of times, or a five seed. And just run through a bracket because they just rebound. They play defense and they rebound because they're tough and they're gritty and they're from Michigan that's poor and broke and <laughs> cold and whatever, you know? Just, just a shithole. Can't drink, you can't drink the water and no. all the other stuff. I, I spent a lot of time in Michigan. They were from the actual place where you can't yes. drink the water. Not exactly. just Michigan, they were from Flint. Flint. <laughs> Michael Moore, straight out of Flint, Michigan, like tough scene. It is a tough scene, scene. and Um, that's that's kind of what they basically do. But you're right, the Atlanta Braves of college basketball are they so synonymous with March that? So what if Michigan State, like in the most Tom Izzo fashion, plays out of a play-in game to go to the Final Four? They won't win it. They'll make it to the final yeah, four, but they won't. But win nobody it. would be surprised. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily. Be no. like it's Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, what, what surprises us anymore? So sixteens beat a one. Uh, a sixteens beat a one. Um, mid majors have gone to final fours, even though mid majors back in the day won championships. Like Loyola Chicago went to the final four, but Loyola Chicago won an NCAA championship in 1963 or 69 or whatever so there's weird you know but in current you know in modern times what surprises you now 
you know, the 12-5 was always a thing. Um, 15-2s, there was only a few of them. The 16-1 was Virginia. Then the next year they win it. What would was the highest seed that's ever made the Final Four? A 12? Or did a 13 make it? I think it? I a 13 know. made it. Was VCU a 13? No, they were they were better than that. that might year, have been a George Mason. Might have been a 13. Oh, George Mason. That's absolutely that's what it was. They were 13. So what what can surprise you? Um, two mid majors making it to the Final Four? I don't know. A mid major, all mid major Final Four or championship game? Because like, look, Butler made it to the Butler had Duke. You know, they didn't Gordon Hayward go back iron from half court to beat Duke. Oh or whatever. yeah, I mean no, it rattled. They were an eight seed. No, but now Butler's not a mid-major anymore. Gonzaga's not a mid-major, but they still play in that mid-major conference. Butler has moved up in the world. They don't play in the um, the same conference that they played at at the time. But like, what would what even surprise would surprise you anymore in in March Madness? I think that's the only thing that's lacking is the the Harold Miner shot the um, the Dunk Mississippi champion. Uh, the the Bryce Drew, the Bryce Drew uh, Valparaiso Valpo shot like, but there's not a, there's not a lot that surprises you anymore, because it's all been done now, right? Oh, so yeah. a play a play in game, maybe to the Final Four it doesn't even it like doesn't even one. count. And, and it, the only reason it had done, had been done because it didn't exist. <laughs> like so, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, UCLA though was. A lot of circles of five seed up until about four weeks ago. So, you know, they're trending downward, I think. Look, um, and it's Izzo. <laughs> it, it makes Thursday. Well, take that back. They pulled a bullshit move this year. And I believe the only games on Thursday are the playing games. So they moved it back a day. So as to normally it'd be Thursday, Friday, or that first round, I think it's different. And it's Friday, Saturday, which hmm. kind of stinks. Well, I know that they did the first four out. They ranked them, which was cool. Yeah, like Joe Lunardi didn't rank them. The NCAA had to rank them because they're alternate one, two, three, and four. Now, what happens if alternate one is a one seed? It is. It, it is, is right. It's Louisville. So there, and that was one of them, I think. So no, Louisville, Louisville is the number. They're the number one alternate. But what happens? That's what if, I'm saying. So if like, like they get, they're saying they could be a, anywhere yeah. from a one seed to a to 16. a sixteen. Seed. That's not. That's not but really. Then, legit. So how do you get left out? <laughs> like Look, I'm almost like I'm almost like, hey, I get it that. You know, you should be the first alternate. Like they said, uh, what did I read? Steve Stricker uh, got a phone call at 6.30 in the morning that he was the first alternate for the Players' Championship, and he lives in um, Naples. So he had already arranged, in case he got that call, to have a private jet. It's 350 miles. He had already talked to his caddy, or a caddy that had, caddied for him that was local enough to to get in the car within an hour to, of Jacksonville or something like that. So it all happens. He ends up playing because somebody backed out uh, with a bad back. Uh, it was uh, Justin Rose. Justin Rose back, backed out. So he ended up playing. 
and he was playing all right. But that's the type of thing. You, I think one team's probably going to, especially during conference championship, you had Duke had a bow, bow out, and then what, Kansas? Was it Kansas? Who, had a, who else had a bow out? Somebody in the Big 12 had a bow out. And it was, I think it was Kansas, maybe. But there, but basically, someone's going to get a call. And then it could totally change the whole dynamic of the tournament from one, because <laughs> the one team might be out that it is a quote-unquote, Luba's going to get cold favorite. Like, in the championship game. And then that's the other thing. <laughs> what about, yeah, if if it's if it's the final four and all of a sudden it, do you delay it? I think you delay it. You've I think already got to delay it at that. You got to delay it at that point. You've already got the T-shirts made. You got the, the t- you got the T-shirts is, made. The pro other problem is you have the entire city of Indianapolis under contract, and you're paying for that entire city right now. Trust <laughs> me, there the money they put on that city right now is crazy. Also, NCAA, and I uh, is the Big Ten office in Indianapolis too. I think it is. No, it's in Chicago. Okay. Well, well then, NCAA blatant hatred for the city of Chicago in making, um, not that it's a Chicago team, but Illinois match up with Loyola Chicago in the second round. Like, I don't think that was necessary at all. Well, for one, Loyola Chicago is – the other thing I think there was like eight teams that were ranked – there was five teams in the Big Ten that were ranked in the top five this year. And Michigan State was started off the season ranked in the top five. But there was also, I think, eight teams in Illinois' region that were ranked in the top 25 at some point. That's like, un, like they were in some pretty uncharted territory. They definitely got the shaft. Oh, but Loyola Chicago is good. No, they're excellent. That's another reason, like, not to mention, you're, you're probably going to, um, you know, uh, push out some fans when two te- those two teams play each other. But, like, you didn't you didn't help Illinois out by being the hottest team by giving them Loyola Chicago. They're, that's a disciplined freaking team. Also, I heard that lady does cameos, the nun lady. And Jean. Yeah. Or not, uh, or, uh, yeah. So. Sister Jean. Thought about paying her to get on the podcast and just for a cameo. <laughs> so you're right. They did. They put Thursday is literally just going to be. And that uh, sucks. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. That's tough. Because, you know, Thursday's that day you're, you're looking for. What's playing games are usually what? Tuesday? So they're going Friday, yeah. Saturday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. That's Playing strange. games are Tuesday, Wednesday. If you play Tuesday, then you get sent play to Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Play Wednesday, you play Friday. But yeah, that's going to be a brutal little. Well, I'm glad that I didn't take off Thursday because I was thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard that today and I was like, wait, so don't be sick Thursday. <laughs> save it. Like, save, save, your, the save your bullet. Yeah, yeah. save your bullet. Save, save the sickness and then show up Friday morning, you know, for like, an hour and a half, two hours, be like, oh man, got the big C. You know, well, what are they going to do? You better so, go get a repeating test. <laughs> so, what are they doing? Is it Monday? So, they're going to, you know what they're doing? 
they're pushing the women's to Tuesday, Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. remember how they always, they're very kind to the women's. So they give them the Monday, Tuesdays when they start or whatever. <laughs> they they definitely, you know, are cognizant of. They're trying to fill the week. Right. <laughs> Let's call it. So it's going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You're maybe over the weekend, you got a little sick, whatever. <laughs> and then you're going. Monday instead of Thursday. Yeah, then you go Monday. Yeah, That's the play. Sure. No, that Half is day on Friday. Play. Half day on Friday. And <laughs> you got sick over the weekend. And now that is a good play. And good thing we only have 20 listeners and nobody I work with is one of them. I don't think. Even though it's plastered on my car, I'm pretty sure they're listening. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we, have, we have 20 listeners, but we've managed It's not to... a completely accurate count. <laughs> we've managed to strike up some controversy but we have um, we're a controversial podcast now um so yeah it, would you care to comment anymore on that or nah, whatever i mean i'm sure we'll end up commenting again yeah. <laughs> you know um yeah well yeah i'll probably leave that alone so let, let's get let's just get down to the nitty-gritty i think we're we're getting near time, not too far off. But who, who, who you, who do you like? Like I said, I, I've told people. Now the only reason why I've had a extended period of viewership this year is probably because there's been some wagering involved. <laughs> I have, I have gradually, from the time I went to so many southern illinois games we went to six straight and i believe four of them were was when i was all, all four years when i was there we went maybe only three of the four maybe when i my freshman year but southern illinois games loved them used to go bruce weber was our coach then uh you know matt painter at the end uh chris lowry but what a great time my brother played college basketball I've had some great memories going to, I went to the final four. I went to the, the Illinois and the, and the championship game in 2005. Like I've, I've seen some things. I've seen Southern Illinois beat Texas tech, beat Bobby Knight in the United center. I've seen, I've been to Bragg and rights games, Illinois versus Missouri. When I was a kid with, you know, I've been to games with all over the, all over the United States. I love this, but I, I've definitely lost touch a little bit and I've lost touch with my Illinois fandom. And part of me thinks that Illinois might win just like the Cubs won as soon as I let go of my fandom because (laughs) Illinois is better than, I would say Illinois is probably the most deserved basketball program that has never won a national title. I'd say that they probably are at this point. They might be the best program that's never won I'd a national title i think i think um, it's i think it's probably a thing yeah i mean you know where i stand and i'm gonna ride with him i, I like illinois but, to take but it. i usually have a good feeling about these things i've i've picked people's champions before maryland i had maryland with juan dixon gary williams maryland team from the get-go i was on board the lb lonnie Baxter. yeah i'm i'm a big I'm a big Zags to break the streak. They're going to break the Indiana streak, the 48 years. They're going to break the streak of the mid-majors. Um, I think the Zags, it's their year to do it. 
I'm a big Oklahoma State guy. That's my dark horse. And they're in Illinois' bracket. I'm usually a big Villanova guy. They're not they're not playing Villanova well. Villanova gets bounced shortlist. first round. Um, you might not want to listen to me because I haven't been right about anything. But I do know they're all-American point guards out for the year. And um, he, he's a stud. They don't have much in the way of him. That's Gillespie kid. He, Connor Gillespie, I think, is his name. Right. Done for the year. What? What's so? You're going Illinois. I'm going. I'm going the Zags. Is there any team that you think is hot? Is could get hot? That could make a run. That's maybe a, you know, five seed or worse, or just just not, a team of I people are thinking right of. in my head. I like. And a lot of people probably would echo this. I like Texas Tech with the McClung kid because mm-hmm. there always seems to be a team with a guard who can just get buckets. You know, when people are tired, when you're playing every other night, you need guards who can just go get buckets. And I, I really like him to be able to do that. He's damn near unstoppable. Uh, so that, that's that's probably a dark horse for me. Like I said, Villanova. If Connor Gillespie was playing, I'd probably go that way with them. No, I think they're they're toast. I'm a bit. I'm gonna stick with my OK State, even though, like I said, they're in with, um, they're in with the Illini. But I think there's not a lot of people that I see making a run. I think Drake could win a couple day, a couple yeah. games. Um. Survive in advance. That's the name of the game. I'm a big North Texas guy. The Mean Green. They have. But they're a, a 15. They're a 15 seed. I know they're a 13 seed. They're playing. Game they're playing. Playing Purdue. Brutal. Playing Purdue. They. There might not be a total of 65 points scored in that game. I'll tell you that right now. That's yeah. brutal. North Texas is one of the slower playing teams you'll ever see. Which what I will say about that is great for tournament basketball. Like, the their style is perfect to play in a tournament because you're not, you're not expending any energy. Just beating people up and getting layups. <laughs> so, North Texas, that's, that's a nice dark horse right there. Um, yeah, I, I got to go Illinois. I have been all year. I think they have the best player in the country, um, which tends to bode well. Um, you know, I, I, I and then, and then uh, Michigan State, <laughs> and then Michigan State would be the one. But yeah, I <laughs> hope that I hope in my heart, I hope that the streak, that the the streak that ends is that Illinois, Loyola Chicago has a national championship, but Illinois doesn't. Yeah, you know, there's something wrong with that. Well, it's and this, especially to be considered, like Illinois is definitely a basketball school, mm-hmm. and it's 100%. damn near it's it's damn near considered a blue blood like mm-hmm. like legitimate the thing that keeps them out of that conversation is legitimately only the titles and mm-hmm. so if you get two of them you're right there with michigan state you know so if you ranked the the best teams that were ever assembled in college that ever took the court that didn't win the national championship you'd have 
you'd have the 2005, you'd have the 88 Fighting Illini, the Flying Illini, with Nick Anderson, Stephen Bardo, um, Kendall Gill. You would have uh, the Running Rebels that lost to Duke that were undefeated. You would have that Kentucky, you'd have that Kentucky team that was undefeated. The Kentucky team that was undefeated. And then I think one of the Duke Christian Leitner teams lost maybe that didn't win with Grant Hill and everybody on, on it. But I'm telling you, I two they of lost to UNLV. They might have lost the next way around, yeah. the other way around. Yeah. But I'm telling you, out of the top ten, maybe best teams that didn't win, probably two of them were Illinois teams because they're they have literally they're the Tennessee of college basketball. And I tell this, to, we've talked about it on the podcast. I know it well. I know the Tennessee football fan because I've been an Illinois basketball fan. The only argument the same I thing. would have with that is Illinois basketball has had more consistent success than hmm. Tennessee for a longer period of time. I mean, you can go way back. Um, I and, and here's another argument with Tennessee people. I think Tennessee people should start calling themselves a basketball school. If you want to know the truth, they have a better basketball program. And historically, I think they've had a better basketball program than they have at a football program. There we go with the controversy again. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but if they, I mean, pay attention. Like, look at the stats. It's right there. I mean, you got legends out of UT Bernard King, Ernie Grunfield. <laughs> Now, there wasn't a, uh, as big of a uh, a fandom watching the SEC championship game. I have seen it. I've been down here long enough. I saw them lose to Purdue in overtime, I think, or something. Do you remember that game when they were, mm-hmm. they were a two-seed or something? Um, I was down at the, the Broadway Brewhouse South watching it with my brother and uh, one of my buddies and his son. It was a lot of the Tennessee Orange. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot of Tennessee Orange, but there was a lot of people that were watching it uh, with a keen, you know, eye glued. I mean, I think that's Tennessee's. The other the other day at, at the restaurant, there was a lot of people that were that were interested, and there was a lot of the faces that I used to see. And I still feel after good after about the Florida that. game. I still feel good about that pick. Still feel good. I well, I think Tennessee can knock some people off in the tournament too. Like I think they're a good team. Oh no, they are a good team. I don't think Alabama's that good. I will die on that hill. It it just something about them. But there's always that team I have where I'm just like they're not that good, and they just keep winning. And I don't, I cannot figure out for the life of me because, well, besides yeah. the Herb Jones kid, he's he's tough. He he's a good. Since we since we broadcast in the middle of SEC country, do you think the SEC was got its respect overall? No. Seeding oh, wise, oh, and yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it was about fair, don't you? Yeah, no, I think the SEC. I think it was fair to generous, if you want to know the truth. I think the SEC basketball this year was just trash. So um, Missouri, Missouri beat won the bragging rights game against Illinois. That is true. There, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of non-conference games to use as a measuring stick as yeah. a barometer. And Illinois dropped some games this year that I think look a lot different. Too. And Baylor, I include in that. The yeah. team that lost to Baylor is not the same Illinois wow. team that's playing right now. 
So um, I'll tell you what, what was the difference though. And it's not usually it's guard play and someone's got to get hot and you got to get lucky. We've talked about the, the formula for success. You stir the pot full of these ingredients. You got to have strong guard play. You got to get lucky. Usually early, you win a game that you're not supposed to win. Um, maybe you have to have two scoring, you know, in case they try and shut one down with some weird defense, you know, boxing one, something yeah, stupid. Mo Pete and um, Charlie Bell. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Bell. <laughs> I forgot about him throwing shots. Didn't he throw it? I don't even think he. I don't even think he shot. I think he threw it. But the uh, the recipe for success. Not a lot of times you have a Cokie Cockburn. When they went to overtime today, and they just said, "We're just gonna start feeding it to him." And he is just a man child. We were talking about it on Saturday. The, the upper body, the, he is crazy. Those shoulders and that upper body are so, so, so defined and so strong. And he just bounces. It's not like Shaq or Shaq's chance. Shaq had a little jelly on him too or whatever. But he, but he's just big, and it's not like Greg Odom. Greg Odom was a skinnier frame, maybe taller, a little taller. But he's got these shoulders where he just turns and people fall down. And it's like, well, yeah, you fell down. You made contact. He breathed. He breathed on you, and you fell down because he is huge. Yeah. And I'm excited to watch. I hope that they make a run. And they, like I said, if if they win it, they will have proved it. Just like just like the Cubs did. You know, when they came back 3-0 from the Dodgers and they went and they came back against the Indians, like they proved it. You know, they proved it in the regular season. They were the best team and then they proved it. And then they came back. It's not going to be easy, though, for Illinois. This is going to be very nail biter. You know, I mean, I remember the Arizona, you know, at when they had the in 2005, when they were down 13 to Arizona, 14 with three minutes left and they came back. And Bill Murray's in the front row, you know, going nuts. And the place is just filled with 16,000 Illinois fans. And there's 17,000 people in the whole state, in the whole Rosemont Arena. And they came back and won it. And I'm like, man, they're going to win it all. And, of course, they didn't because they ran into North Carolina that was peaking with six, six lottery picks. But it was a fun ride to watch. And I'm, I'm hoping that they they – basically do something similar to that because I think it's a it's a fun team and and I'm really thinking that this is basically I think saw it on SVP was talking about the one year anniversary of it I think this will bring it full circle this might signal if this goes off without a hitch and we get a a great tournament and thing sports does mirror sometimes society and if this works then we might be a little bit closer to you know the world that we were living in a year ago in my opinion my humble opinion oh i agree i agree you know i I think this is kind of marking the get back you know um but hey it's been two years since i've seen march madness so Mm -hmm. i'm excited about it um yeah, I think that's all we got. You got anything else you want to add this week? Um, you know, it's March Madness, best time of the year. We're going to get back with you later in the week. That's the Village Idiot. Y'all have a good week. Later. Keep the Jameson intake down. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> to a responsible level. <laughs>